mindset. It's how we see life, people, events, and in some cases, it can even dictate how people see you. The High Frequency Mindset Podcast will help you raise your consciousness and see things in a new light and create new pathways to living better. Host Sally Wagner is a coach and entrepreneur, and she has some answers for you, as well as some soul-searching questions for her guests that will definitely raise your vibe. Here's Sally. Hi, everybody. It's Sally Wagner, and welcome to the High Frequency Mindset Podcast. Today, I'm very pleased to welcome our guest, Mariana Cadore. Mariana, welcome. Thank you. It's an honor to be here, Sally. Thank you so much. And you're joining us from London. I really appreciate that you're doing that because we do have a bit of a time difference here. <laughs> we do. We do. Yes. Yes. So I'm going to introduce you to our audience and then we'll have a nice conversation. How about that? Fantastic. Let's Perfect. go for it. Yeah. Mariana Cadore was involved in an unhealthy relationship. But it wasn't with a person. It was with food and her beliefs. How many of us have that, right? The Brazilian native bounced through life like a worn ping pong ball, a beautiful model at 15, a person with an eating disorder, a talented rower, a fibromyalgia sufferer. She had enough time to untangle the web and untangle it. She did. Mariana reached deep inside to find out why things could be so good and yet so bad. The tale of two Marianas needed to stop, but how? After, discuss, after dissecting every aspect of her life, including her toxic relationship with food, she realized she had work to do. To become the healthy and happy person she could love and feel good about, she had to get rid of negative thoughts unrealistic fears and bad habits, most of which she didn't know she had. She is now sharing her story, her discoveries about herself and the changes she made. Food is something Mariana looked at as both a source of joy and self-harm. Today, she loves cooking for friends and family. Mariana's special talent lies in helping people make that first step of admitting they want to do better. They might not know how, but Mariana's kind and comforting words will make the journey much more pleasant. It's just the kind of person Mariana is. Once lost, now found, Mariana's greatest achievement is guiding others to the other side of fear and sadness and onto a new path of joy. Again, Mariana, welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. What an amazing journey you are on. Um, and I, I think this touches so many of us because we all, uh, well, I won't say all, but so many of us have that sort of relationship with food, with our bodies, with our physicality. And how did you reach that point where you were ready to make a change? I don't think I would do a change unless my health really deteriorates. Mm -hmm. I was in really bad shape because first I have anorexia. Um, so it, it, I, I really want to be the, the best model, the best athlete, but I had no idea of food. I thought I could control, stop eating. And then I, I eat and I eat too much and I feel so guilty. Uh, it was horrendous, the feeling of feeling so guilty after a, bo after a box of chocolate. Yeah. Then I would train, train myself until I, 
<laughs> I couldn't move anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And so in this, nobody knew I had a bad relationship with food because my weight didn't show yeah. at this point. And, and secrecy is such a big part of it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I live with this guilt until I had a huge health issue, which was fibromyalgia. And that stopped everything. And um, there was no much I could do it apart of heal myself because the, there was no solution. Yeah. And I was just 21. So then I had to face it. Like what is behind my eating um, issues? What is behind every single thing? How can I heal every single joint of my body? What am I here to do it? Because uh, I was an athlete. So everybody looked up to me and like uh, I hang out my, uh, who I am as this amazing athlete, but then I lost this amazing athlete. So who am I? Yeah. Yeah. So many things to point to there. Uh, you're right. I mean, that's a loss. Uh, and when you lose that identity, you don't know who you are anymore. And especially at such a young age, to have that, to suffer from fibromyalgia, I suffered with that as well many years ago. Um, and there are no easy answers, right? Um, I, I'm just, uh, again, I'm fascinated by, by your journey. So there you are, you're 21 years old, you're suffering, maybe kind of like you feel that you're at the bottom of everything. What was that glimmer of hope that helped you get out of that place? So I, I actually had to go for 20 doctors and receive no hope whatsoever. Yeah to then really hit rock bottom and, uh, and think about like, or I'm dying here right now, or I gotta have to do something about, and I will have, if there is no healing for this disease, I'm gonna have to find myself because I, I heard of miracles in my life. So I, I gotta have to do my own miracle. And uh, and in that moment, I took control of everything. Like I'm responsible of 100% of my life. I'm responsible of every pain, everything, every emotion. And at this moment, I bring it out the outlet through, I'm going to heal this. Yeah. So all the focus and persistence I had in my life, I'm like, it doesn't matter how long it will take, I will dissolve one by one this pain in my body. It yeah. took very long, but uh, I then had this willingness and persistence to nothing can stop me. And I'm going to get back to exercise and I'm going to get back to health. And um, at certain point of my journey, I discover and I'm going to be able to heal as many people as I can mm -hmm. because I cannot heal myself and don't help others. Right. So uh, uh, what changed me for um, was really to don't have any answers and, uh, and gave me my 100% responsibility was that on me or that's the life I have forward. 
And, and I had a similar experience when I was diagnosed and I asked the doctor, okay, what's next? She said, you just live with it. And I was like, well, are you kidding me? Uh, that was not a good answer, right? And that was not an answer I was willing to live with. So uh, sometimes it takes that where, where there's no answer and then we create it for ourselves. Mm. Uh, I love how you, and, and by the way, for our audience, the, the introduction I read was from the cover of Mariana's book called F the Diet, <laughs> which is a fabulous <laughs> title. <laughs> F stands for forget, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I love how you start out talking about it's the relationship with food that needs to be healed, right? It's not that the food is good or bad. It's our relationship and how we use it and, and, and the binge restrict behavior that you described uh, doesn't only apply to food. It applies to other aspects of our lives. And as we heal those things, we can approach food and everything else in a healthy way. Yes, because, um, well, we we now have more diets than ever, yeah. but we now have an epidemic of obesity that we never had before. Mm-hmm. So the problem is not the lack of diets. The problem is diets doesn't work. What we have to change is within the way that we, um, we now have too much food available and processed food and... Um, and we lost the relationship of um, human beings, what we are as human beings. We lack connection with ourselves. We don't know what is good for us. We know what gives us pleasure, yeah. but we forget to know, like, is that good for us? Does this give me energy or no? So we jump on this that look like it's going to give us uh, a pleasure. Always stop a pain that we are feeling. Just. Yes. Uh, just shoving this uh, substance, which in this case will be food, just so we can buffer this. So this is really the problem we are going. It's not, uh, we all know what we should be eating. We all know what is right or what's supposed to be good for us. Why don't we do? That's the root cause. Mm. And after fibromyalgia, I don't want to treat consequence. I had enough of people treating consequence, find the root cause and act there. And then other consequence go away. So it's, it's much easier if we find the cause. Absolutely. If someone were just starting out on this journey, what would you advise them to do to begin the process of identifying the root cause for them? I think the first thing is uh, to look in the mirror, look deep in your eyes and realize how amazing you are, how beautiful you are and like how perfect you are. If you think nature is perfect, if you see a flower open and you think it's perfect, well, I'm here to say to you, you are also nature. You are also perfect. That's where we can begin anything because it's from a place of love and uh, a place of um, acknowledging yourself, how far you come. That's the place we can start. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. If yeah. you come from a place of uh, think you are doing wrong, if you come from a place of punishment, you know enough, 
we won't get anywhere. So it's a place of love and knowing how amazing you are. That's the first step. Yeah. And that's the hardest step because, uh, you know, there's so many messages we get from society and family and friends and the world that tell us, you know, we have to look a certain way in order to be worthy. And if we yes. don't look that way, then we're not worthy. And, and if we're, if we don't feel worthy, then how can we love ourselves? So there's, that's a huge step that, that you just described. Yes. And just so you know, like we are worth independent of um, how, how weight, uh, which weight your body is holding right now. It doesn't change who you are, who you are is independent of any trauma, independent of how your body looks, independent of anything. Mm-hmm. Who you are is uh, is worthy and is perfect. And this is a practice, really. But I, I go through the my first process is really to find um, the then the the why why you want to change something in your life why is that important and you start to dig in on um, on the mind how we're going to rewire this mind how we're going to make you 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 be like um, i'm important enough to do something about me because unless we get this we we cannot take care of ourselves um for a time i work with healing and what I discovered deep down, I discovered because after my healing, I've been able to help a lot of people, but I faced one very hard truth, which was unconscious. People don't, don't want to heal. <laughs> They're not ready to heal. Mm-hmm. So I, I decided there was a problem much deeper than actually the, this is that the body was showing at this moment mm-hmm. was we didn't reach self-love. So we cannot help ourselves and do good decisions here to heal ourselves, even in pain. So I decided to go, I'm going to build this foundation on people. I'm going to help people from here. Maybe they never hit the rock bottom that I hit it if they build this base where they can live happily with joy. So that's really the journey. That's my mission is to build this base so people can take care of themselves and feel joy and feel the blessing that is life. Yeah, that's beautiful. I I love how you express it. And I think that is the goal, right? Um, To to live that life of joy and, and loving ourselves and being able to love others. And when we get to that point, then we are going to naturally have a different relationship with food and we're going to have a different relationship with our bodies and our physicality and all of those kinds of things. Is that your experience? Absolutely. And I think what you say that is very hard for people to love themselves or uh, we've been discussing before is one action good for you and you start to change the way you look to yourself yeah it's just one action necessary is one first step yeah and and it's many steps but it, it is this many steps because the life uh, we cannot just um start exercise one time today and i'm done for life <laughs> or make you know make one good decision in food and i'm done for life yeah yeah 
life is in, in the process, it's a journey. And um, as soon as we start to make good choices for ourselves, we start to love ourselves mm -hmm. and it's a process. I don't, don't think it's overnight, it's a process. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I think maybe that's what discourages so many people because they, they see this big goal that they have and it seems so far away and they think, how can I ever get there? And yet one step at a time, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. One, one step at a time. Yeah. yeah daily <laughs> and so, activities. And someday we walk a little bit backward, but the yeah. next day, if we keep walking forward, we're going to get there. I always think like, Diet, for example, is a big turn. And, and these big turns, we never do well because we're not ready to change uh, 360 degrees. We're just mm -hmm. not ready. But my approach is like, can we change five degrees and yeah. keep going there? We're going to achieve. But I, it's five degrees and keep these five degrees is easy then. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly. It's Start where you are, do what yes. you can, where you are, and yes. then just keep moving in the right direction and you'll get there. Exactly. Yeah. And we, we are in this process of life, which is um, this process of discovering, this process of becoming. And what you can today might be very different than in one month time, you might can do 10 times more. Of course. But if you yeah. do this little thing today and, and in one year time, five years, it can change everything. So is exactly this thing is this little step, these little mm -hmm. steps change everything. The fear is um, when we are in inaction, when we, we take one action, fear fades. It just goes away. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we have to take that first step. Yeah. And uh, uh, I'm reminded of the Reverend Dr. Michael Beckwith. I'm going to paraphrase that he says that we are often pushed by the pain of our current circumstances until we're pulled by the vision of the life we're called to create for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, it sounds like as you described your previous situation, that's kind of where you were. You were pushed by the pain. I've been pushed by the pain, right? It's like, I can't live like this. I've got to do something different. And as we take those steps, then we feel the pull of the vision of the life where we're going. Exactly. That's yeah. so true. And it is this thing that um, also every circumstance in our lives push us to something greater even if I can say to you, I never would choose to have fibromyalgia. It's the best thing that happened in my life. It's yeah. one of the best. I never would choose a few of the hardships that really happened in my life. They were the best university. Mm -hmm. I become way better. So whatever you are today, whatever is your struggles, this is also your blessings that is yeah. moving you to something greater. Life, life is made to you, isn't it? For you. Yes. <laughs> so it's, it's nothing really punishing you. It's, it's something greater is bound to come much, much more. And, uh, and we need everybody shining their light in the best ability because uh, nobody can do what the other can do, isn't it? So Absolutely. It, yeah. I, I love your mission. I love your mission to bring uh, people to this. <laughs> yes. And likewise, uh, I, I feel like we have so much in common with 
uh, the, the underlying principles that we guide people on. Um, and so I, I'm really enjoying talking with you about it. It's, uh, it is an amazing journey to guide people on to discover that for themselves. Um, because it's not just about what am I eating? What, you know, what exercise am I doing? It's about the intention behind it and building resilience. As you were talking, I, I thought you're describing resilience, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the ability to face adversity, uh, face challenges in life and grow from them, which is exactly what you did. Yes. And just, uh, Four years ago, I tried to cross the Pacific Ocean rowing. Oh. I'm not just, I not just passed fibromyalgia. I tried to cross a whole ocean rowing. Yeah. And um, three days ago, I did for the people in Ukraine, I did 100K uh, challenge. I crossed 100K in 19 hours. Wow. Like running and uh, walking, jogging. And mm -hmm. that's how much like from pure pain for 11 years, we can bounce back in pure health and pure joy and energy, really. It's, uh, it's just different faces of the energy. It's different yeah. faces, then we can, we can use this. So um, that's the vision of life, is to going each day more forward and bringing more and making more people realize what they can come to accomplish and how big and great they are really there is no limits for their life unless they put limits to them yeah you're exactly right we are the ones who put limitations on ourselves um i remind people it's not what you don't know that holds you back it's what you do know that's not true that holds you back and it's all of those limitations we put on ourselves that are not true uh, that are holding us back from living that life. Mm, exactly. Yeah. And something bigger for me, um, crossing the ocean was about plastic pollution. So it was way bigger. I was thinking about the planet. Yeah. So I couldn't get tired. I had a mission. Yeah. And this time was for the people in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. I cannot get tired. These people don't have much what to do about themselves right now. So... I, I got to do it what I can do it here. So always when we, we start to have um, one intention, one purpose beyond us, life become quite easy. Things become quite achievable. But yeah. when we are so much focused in ourselves, how great am I, it then become quite impossible to reach anywhere I found very difficult and that uh, I was in this focus uh, when I was very young in rowing mm. I was like I'm gonna become the best the yeah. gold medalist and that is too, too heavy for me to carry it's just too heavy yeah. I, I discovered that it's way easier to do something for a bigger cause and then life will allow me to reach isn't it because <laughs> Then I'm working with the universe. Then I'm working with the energy, with life, with a bigger force. Absolutely. You, you have that mission and vision for your life instead of just those, you know, not, not the goals are bad, but, you, you know, when you focus on the bigger picture, uh, mm. everything just seems to open up. Mm. Yeah.
what, what kinds of um, ways do you work with people? If someone were to work with you on these issues, uh, what would that look like? Is, do you have a formal coaching program? I do have a formal coach program. It's called it Reset Method, which mm-hmm. is like to reset your buttons and yeah. start from a clean canvas. Let's take it off anything that is limiting you, is stopping you to reach any system that is not working well. So I approach 360 degrees. Let's clean up this and feel young and joyful again uh, and without limits. So this is the reset method. It is inside the book and I have, um, it's all online my work so people can reach to me and uh, I open every now and then I open this um, coaching program and we go together in a group. Oh, fun. Oh, it's so much fun because yeah. there is a power with a group of people yeah. and each one have one voice. So there is more voices than mine and each one can help each other to reach there. So it, it is a beautiful journey mm-hmm. and um, it's going to be open again in July now. Oh, fabulous. July. And how many people would be in the group? That is still I'm going to launch online. But it's still, I like a little bit small groups. Mm-hmm. So everybody have full attention. Um, it's as soon as everybody can be heard and receive what they need, I am totally happy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. I mean, I've been in groups where there are over 100 people and it's like, how can we possibly accomplish anything there? Uh, and the smaller groups, I think, are much more conducive to more dramatic progress. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because you, you, you have to hear one on one. You have to have some sessions that you really unlock this person. And, and then you can keep unlocking because... Uh, the, the power is there is someone have a question that you you didn't thought about doing, but this, and then I can answer. So I like the group because they, they start to unlock each other because it's quite similar. As somehow life puts people with quite similar problems in the group. And yeah. so we can help each other in a much powerful way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. So you, you, in the group, it sounds like you kind of become each other's advisory board almost because you're really supporting and helping each other in that way. Yeah, so uh, the group is very supportive. It's very loving. I give the guidance, but oh, the group does a part that I cannot do it. It's pure yeah. love and one uh, like uh, keeping the other comfortable checking each other it's just beautiful what people can do for each other people are beautiful so it's a, I love this I love this I did for for a long time I did just one-on-one but then I discovered I could have more results yeah. if I harness it the power of people together and so that's that's why I decided to reset people together yeah well, and it makes sense because there's such power in that mastermind concept. You know, when you bring people together, the power just increases exponentially. It is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's amazing to see. It's amazing to see. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I have a couple more questions. Um, in my coaching, I use an acronym. It's MSG. Nothing to do with food or diet. Uh, <laughs> it stands for mindset, skill set, get off your asset. Because I think that really brings together a lot of very important principles. As you look at your life and your journey, your, your career, is there an overarching principle that you would look to and point to you uh, as contributing to your success? I think it's positive thinking. I think I always think um, I'm going to do the best of this life and I'm not going to lose much time being sad. Yeah. I've got to be happy. Yeah. And looking at the cup, how full hours. I think I always have this in, in my mind and, and I always work to have this. Yeah, yeah that's fabulous. And, <laughs> and it's a choice. Uh, I've it's heard you say that many times throughout our conversation that you, you decided, you chose. Mm. Um, so, and it's a fabulous choice. So. It's a choice available for everybody. It just yeah. needs someone to guide the person through and invite. But it, it is there. Uh, we don't wake up every day with positive thinking. We put ourselves in the place and yes. we keep putting ourselves in the place. That's, right. that's there. And then become a habit, then become second nature at certain point. Yeah, absolutely. And then, it, as you say, it's second nature. It's just a natural expression of who we are at that point. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Last question. And this is especially important because I want to encourage everybody to uh, contact you to get more information about that group that's starting. So how will people reach out to get in touch with you? They can go to my website, which is www.marianacadori.com. So M-A-R-I-A-N-A-C-A-D-O-R-E. Com. And they can go also in my Instagram at Mariana underscore Cadori. And that they can DM me, they can message me. I will be more than happy to talk with them. Perfect. And everybody, make sure you check the show notes because all of that information will be there. And I know you're going to want to mark your calendars, so do it now to remind yourself to watch for information about that fabulous group that's starting in July. Thank you well, so much. Yes, and thank you again for being here. I so enjoyed our conversation today. Me too, thank you, Sam. And thank you everybody for joining us. Make sure you tune in next time for High Frequency Mindset Podcast. Mm -hmm.